Blog Talk Radio. Gonna tell you a little bedtime tale, legend it will become. Burgers flying out the door, sail on. Two for one, no concern for the future. Living for today. Fast food bite on your way, lay it all to waste. The masses are afflicted now. Moo, mad cow. Mad cow. Mad cow, mad cow, line dance song. Hey, Sangai Nation and Turnbuckle Terminal fans, and welcome to the show here on another Sunday afternoon. Sangai, along with the coach with the most, coming at us from coast to coast. He doesn't mean to brag, but now he has a recipe for a really nice tasting challah bread French toast. Coach Mike Jones with us. Real, real fast before we jump into things with our guest today, some show notes if you're looking for some pro wrestling today. GCWA in Coloma, Michigan. Blue collar wrestling like every Sunday in Portland, Oregon. And Summit Pro Wrestling happening in Greenfield, Indiana today in mere moments. But without further ado, I want to welcome our guest to the show today, someone I have known for quite some time, and someone that punched me in my head on Christmas Day inside of a steel cage, Shorty P. Welcome to Turnbuckle Turmoil. Hey, Jason, how are you doing? We're doing all right. Now, Shorty P., since today happens to be your first time with us, surprisingly enough, I will lead you off with our traditional first-timer question. What led to you getting into this business of professional wrestling? Uh, well, I've always had a, a real draw to it growing up, watching the you know 90s and early 2000s. Uh, and then I met Don Basher. Uh, and he just Ever since I met him, he would always ask every time, when are you going to start training? When are you going to come wrestle for me? Until finally one day, he decided he wasn't asking. He told me to be at the training facility on a, I believe it was a Tuesday, and I've just been hooked ever since. Now, Don Basher, of course, for people that listen to this show and people in the Midwest that know, helped a lot of people get their start in professional wrestling. A lot of people active right now would not be actively in wrestling if not for the help of Don Basher early in their careers. We obviously lost Basher a couple of years ago, just about. When you look back at things through the perspective of current day, what do you think ultimately the legacy of Don Basher is to pro wrestling? Uh, Well, I'd say his legacy is definitely living on through not only WCWO, which has been doing tremendous lately, but also through all the lives that he's touched, all of the the wrestlers, referees, managers, everyone he's trained and helped in this business, which, as we know, is quite a lot. Uh, I I try to keep it going myself whenever I get in a ring. And I just I try to remember what the man taught me. But, yeah, it's definitely 
definitely a legacy to try to live up to. Absolutely. I alluded to it as well, but his son, Jake A.O., Joey Kid Owens, Indiana Kid Jr., whichever name you best know him as, he's picked up the ball. It was before Basher passed away that he was doing this, but especially since then, he is really building WCWO into a company where people can get their start and they can learn as well as people going there and having a place to perform and helping the new generation of wrestlers get ready. Uh, Kids built that thing up. They're selling out more often than not every Friday night there at 1151 South Kentucky Avenue in Indianapolis, Indiana. What do you think of the job that Kid has done since the passing of Don Basher? Uh, I would say he he's done a tremendous job, honestly. Uh, we we've been having, like you said, a lot of sold out shows, uh, a lot of new you know talent coming in. We're trying out some some new things that we normally wouldn't have back uh, back in the day before when Basher was running things. Kind of trying to keep up with the audience these days, if you will. For sure. And, of course, IK3, the third generation coming along, he's been a prodigy of sorts returning to the fold in the last few months. So I think there's a very long line, very strong legacy for Don Basher in the business. Uh, Definitely. I mentioned this, and I've said it a few times to my co-host, Coach Mike Jones, in the last few weeks as we've anticipated today. But on Christmas Day of 2021, you and I faced off inside the confines of a steel cage. You punched me in my head on Christmas. I don't know who does that on Christmas Day. I came away with the victory. My team was successful. But... At some point, our paths will cross one more time. I'm certain of it. What have you been doing to get ready for the rematch? Uh, well, as of recently, uh, I actually participated in my very first death match, uh, I want to say the 25th of last month. Uh, fortunately, I'm having to heal up a bit from that. <laughs> uh, outside of that, uh Staying active, staying staying in action, trying to always trying to get a step better than I was the day before. Death matches are probably good as preparation for matches with me because sometimes people almost die in my matches. Oh yeah, that was oof, that was a crazy night the last time. <laughs> it happens. It's a rough business. This is true. Now, you, in addition to WCWO, work for a variety of other promotions, one of them a relatively new promotion that has popped up also in the Indianapolis area, that being Warrior Pro Wrestling, and they've been doing very good things. Uh, They have the ring where I was born, the old HPW ring, and 
inside that ring a lot of familiar faces to HPW fans and a lot more new faces as the promoter there is doing some very, very good things. What do you think about Warrior Pro Wrestling to this point? Even though they're still a young company, they seem to be doing some good things out there. Uh, yes, honestly, uh, from my experience with the company, they're they're doing very well. They're they're definitely off to a very good start, and uh, I I see a lot of things happening for this company in the future. I see it really really growing. Now, at Warrior Pro Wrestling, you had a run in with the guy that I once had a run in with, and that particular ring for a different company, that being Fireball, I think he's one of the more underrated people in not only the Midwest, but in independent wrestling. I wish more people would use Fireball. What did you think of the situation with Fireball, you and Cecil versus him in a handicap match? Uh, well, first thing comes to mind was that hurt. <laughs> Fireball is definitely, definitely a competitor that you've got to watch out for. Uh, so far, I've only really had the one encounter with the man, but I, I could tell you, everybody thinks that the handicap was in favor of me and Cecil, but it really wasn't. <laughs> we, we, we barely limped away from that one. Are you are primarily based in the Midwest. Uh, you've worked in that area your whole career. Wrestling is a business where a lot of guys tend to put on a lot of miles going to and from shows and, and making the rounds. What to this point has been the longest trip that you've made for wrestling? Uh, let me see. I'd say that'd probably have to be uh, Toledo, Ohio, hoping to eventually get out a little further, but just taking a step at a time. Absolutely, Toledo's not a short trip by any means from where you're at. No. One of the things in pro wrestling that has always been been associated with wrestling usually to the detriment but it's been there we seem to be fixing it but steroids has been something that has plagued not only the wrestling business but MMA baseball American football so many things looking at things from your perspective where you're at and being on the independent circuit do you think professional wrestling as an industry has done the best that they could to clean up the steroid problem? Do you think that there's still work to be done there, or do you think uh, very little has been done? What's your take on it? Uh, well, I know earlier, uh, especially before my time, uh, there was definitely a lot of the steroid use. Um I haven't really seen or heard much of it, at least not in recent years. Uh, I think we've done a pretty good job at uh, kind of getting rid of that, stepping away from 
the use of the steroids? I think it shortened a lot more careers than it may have extended for whatever that's worth. Uh, most definitely. The temporary benefits of it, they seem really good, really great at the time. But, yeah, as you said, it's just in the long run, it's just not worth the damage that it does to your body. Absolutely. A lot of times people go into that forgetting that the heart is actually a muscle and steroids are designed to make muscles grow. Now, another thing in wrestling that I have noticed in my time in it and from going to a lot of different places, many people in pro wrestling have a ritual when it comes to their wrist tape. Some people apply it in a certain way every time. Some people write certain messages on their tapes. Some people will have a certain style of tape that they use or a certain collar that they always use. Do you personally have any type of tape ritual? Um, not really. Uh, I figure as long as it, it supports and keeps everything from moving around too much, then that that's pretty well. The only thing I look for in my tape. I just on shows that you do, do you notice a lot of guys that have a particular tape ritual? Uh I have noticed that it seems like a lot of guys will cut tape the same way each time. Now they'll go a certain length up the arm or maybe the hands a certain way. Uh, a lot of guys like a particular color of tape. Outside of that, I haven't noticed really much on that. Last night, there was an independent show in Michigan, and someone had tights that they bought probably from high spots available now, and they put those tights on, entered the ring, and tried to do an interview on a guy. Uh, they were not part of the show. They were not booked there. He would, went into business for himself. Luckily got out of there before anything serious happened to anyone, but the guy was in there against Congo Kong, of all people, before oh. he fled. Did you hear about this situation, and do you have any opinions on fans trying to get in to the ring during the course of a show? Uh, I actually just watched that video uh, yesterday. That The man was lucky he got away before Kong got a good hold on him. Uh, I've been in a ring with Kong, and that is not a man you want to upset. <laughs> uh as far as for fans getting in the ring, honestly, for everyone's safety, I think they, they need to remember that we have that barrier there to keep them safe. They need to remember that if you want to be in the ring, find a good school or a trainer and train. Become a wrestler and then get in the ring. Good advice, for sure. 
Uh, have you personally ever had a situation where fans got overzealous and either tried to get into the ring or tried to jump you while you were in the aisle or anything like that? Uh, nothing too bad. Uh, I mean, I've, I've definitely made a lot of people upset. Um, I've had plenty of them want to try to take a go at me, but uh, fortunately they were they remembered that the barrier was there for them. <laughs> so thankfully I haven't had to actually be in a physical altercation with any uh, fans as of yet. Be thankful for that. I once had a lady snatch her mother's prosthetic leg from her and take a swing at me as I was coming through the ropes. Oh, Lord. Not the greatest uh, day at the office when that happened. No, no. It, yeah, definitely a hazard of this business, that's for sure. <laughs> it really is. Now, in your career so far, you've been around for quite a while and worked several different places. You don't have to give specifics or anything like that, but could you tell us what your single biggest payday match was? Oh, uh, man. That, hmm. Huh. I'm trying to think, who would which that be? Uh, hmm. That's, that's a tough one to answer, uh, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, I would have to say probably either the, the street fight match or, uh, oh, there was a steel cage kind of a gauntlet style match I did I done a year or so ago down the kind of south southern part of Indiana. Now looking back on your career, just in your own opinion, what would you say has been your very best match? Oh man. Uh hmm. Well, I have to say at this at the time, I'm I'm actually still very proud of uh, my first attempt at a death match uh, last month. There's, there's been a few that could kind of get that category, but that that one I'm still kind of really flying on a pretty good feeling about. I mean, despite the outcome. Right. I'll just presume that Christmas 2021 is in the top three and move on right now. Yes, so, most definitely. So we have a game we like to play on this show. We call it Word Association. I'll throw out the names of some people that you most likely have come across in your career, and the first word or two that pops to your mind is the answer. Are you prepared for some word association? Yeah, I think I'm good to give it a go. Here we go. First name, Pogo. Ooh. Stubborn. Drew Skills. Mm. Big. Cousin Cooter. Mm. First 
entertaining. Darling Nikki. Fun. Buck Sexton. Oh. (laughs) Annoying to a bit. Flash. Quick. Joan Thomas. Very tough. IK3. No legacy. Bailey McRoberts. Hmm. Rising star. Congo Kong. Ooh. Hmm. That one. Hmm. That would be strong. Brett Havoc. Mm. Technical. Final one, J.K.O. Oh. Determined. Well, that wraps up Word Association. And at this point, my co-host, Coach Mike Jones, is standing by. And I know Coach has questions for you, so I'm going to pass things over to him. Alrighty. Coach Mike Jones, the coach for the most, coming at you from coast to coast, live here in Puyallup, Washington. How you doing, brother? Uh, not too bad. I've been better, but I've been worse. <laughs> okay. Glad to have you on. It's an honor, and uh, we appreciate everything you do for wrestling. Oh, thank you very much. So, hey, we do have a, a question from one of our fans. Kurt Ferris, he's been putting in questions pretty much every week for about a month now. Before that, geez, he would always put in questions after the shows. So, Anyway, here's his question. He wants to know if Shorty P's ever visited and ate at Shorty's. At Shorty's. Mm, I can't say that I have, uh, actually. Do you remember Shorty's in do you remember Shorty's in Columbus? Columbus. Ooh. It's been a long time since I've been to Columbus. I... Okay, they, they, they've since closed it down anyway, so. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I, no, I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever even been past that, actually. <laughs> All right. Well, then, hey, who who's some of your heroes growing up? We know that uh, there's could be more than one answer. It doesn't have to be wrestling, ordinary life, sports, or wrestling. Uh, well, uh, of course, you know, the usual answer, my father was definitely one. Um, as far as in wrestling, uh, growing up, I was all, I was always really into uh, Fit Finley, uh, Steve Austin, Samoa uh, Samoa Joe when I got a little older. You know, guys, Undertaker, Kane. Okay. And also, what about some of the most memorable matches you've either seen or been in? 
Oh, well, let's see. Uh, I remember a match. It was, oh man, it's been a few years ago. Uh, it was uh, myself and the Dangerous Bull, Don Basher. It was, I'll never forget the match because I remember he had one arm tied behind his back wearing a blindfold, and we were together with a bull rope. And, man, I thought I thought that blindfold was going to be my saving grace, but it just it kept falling off every time I'd get him. It just, uh, fi- <laughs> finally the referee oh. just got tired of getting back on him. <laughs> wow. Oh, that yeah. does sound like a great one. Yeah, once, and then, so once what, that thing came off. What was some of the different characters you've worked for yourself? Oh, uh, the, oh that I've uh, had matches with? Uh, that you've uh, done in the ring yourself. Oh, oh, wow. Uh, well, the very first uh, was Little, Ab- or Little Abner. Um, I, I've actually still got the bibs and the flannel around here somewhere. <laughs> I remember, let's see, who was next? Uh, Charles DiCaprio for a while there. Um, and then, yeah, now the latest one, I just kind of got tired of going by a different name, so I said, forget it. I'm just going to be me, and I'm going to go out there and have some fun with it. All right, cool. Who are some of your favorite people to work? Oh man, there's been a few good ones. Uh, obviously, the Pogo's always a good one. He's a he'll definitely keep you on your toes. <laughs> uh, I've had some pretty good matches with uh, Johnny Wade lately as well. And uh, let me see. Uh I had a lot of good matches, I'd say, with uh, DJ Smooth. I mean, me and that kid would beat each other senseless with chairs and whatever they had around the arena. <laughs> All right, nice. And then did you play sports in high school? I I, I tried a few different ones. Uh, I did basketball for a while, uh, football. It, if I remember... Yeah, I tried softball for a while as well, if I remember correctly, but eh, they were fun for a while. They just they couldn't keep my interest like wrestling could. Okay. And then did you have any self-defense background besides everybody comes with street fighting and then, of course, you've done wrestling? Um, no, I, honestly, I, I could say that's all I've really had was just growing up, getting into scuffles, and then what I've learned from wrestling. All right. Who were some of your toughest opponents? Oh, man. Uh, Well, Don Basher was always a tough one. Uh, him, Congo Kong, he was a tough. Oh, I don't even want to think about that. I didn't feel right <laughs> for a week after that match. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, Oh, yeah, that's a large man to come crashing down on you. Uh, let me see who else. Tough ones I've had. Uh, 
Pogo. Pogo was a tough one, that's for sure. Especially if he Definitely. gets one good headbutt on you, he, it's done. My man's got a, a freaking head of steel. All right. And then uh, do you have any suggestions for people who'd like to get into the business? Uh, the, the best advice I could really give on that is do your homework, you know, really look around and see what reputable schools or trainers are around you and seek them out. Go there and really just always – one thing I was always taught was ears open, mouth shut. As long as you can do that, there's no limit to what you can learn if you get somebody who really knows what they're doing. All right. And then uh, do you have any schools you'd like to suggest for people? Uh, well, first one uh, obviously would be my home school, uh, WCWO, Wild Championship Wrestling Outlaws in Indianapolis. Um, Supreme runs a pretty good school uh, down in Madison, Indiana. I think um, Warrior Pro, they run out of uh, Danville, Indiana. I do believe they've just started uh, opening to have uh, trainees to come in and learn. I would definitely recommend checking them out if you're over in that area. Um, Outside of that, I really haven't had a whole lot of experience with many other schools. Okay. And then are you related to Mickey Knuckles? Uh, No, no. Uh, but hey, if it keeps her from beating me up anytime, I will totally be a nephew, cousin, whatever. <laughs> That's a tough one, man. <laughs> Definitely. And then, hey, I'm sure Sign Guy would love to know what what's your favorite coffee to drink. Uh, I usually go with a Folgers, the regular old full-on Folgers in my cup. All right. And uh, what do you got coming up? Um, let me see. Well, uh, obviously I've got the WCWO every Friday. I'm actually going to be doing a Tai Pai Thumbtack Deathmatch uh, the last Friday of this month there. So that'll definitely be one to catch. <laughs> let me see. Um, I have Warrior Pro. Uh, that's the 27th, I do believe, of this month in Danville, Indiana. Definitely want to come check them. Um, let's see, the 26th, uh, I am planning to be in Vincennes, Indiana at Envision. Let's see. And then the 19th of this month. I'm in Muncie, Indiana for Indiana Powerhouse Wrestling. Uh, right, right now, I do believe that's all my dates for this month. Have you been to Heroes and Legends yet? Uh, not yet, but there's. I'm definitely interested. I would love to, you know, try and get up there sometime. Have you ever got to work for Jason Maples? Mm, no, I have not worked for him yet. Okay, and then hey, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, they can uh, find me on my Facebook, uh, P, a.k.a. Knuckles. I also am on, uh, let's see, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, then, of course, I have the email, uh, P at gmail.com. 
And right right now, those are, I do believe, all of my ways of contact. Okay. And one last question. What what are some of your favorite places you've worked besides your home uh, federation? Oh, man. Uh, I definitely like going to the, uh, Warrior Pro in Danville. They have a, a pretty nice venue, a good setup there. Um, honestly, I've had a lot of fun pretty much really everywhere that I've been. Uh, JICW down in uh, Martinsville, they've got a good setup, a good locker room. Uh, it, it's an up-and-coming company. Uh, I believe this is the second year for them. Um, okay. All right, and hey, I want to wish you all the luck in the world, and it's an honor to have you on. We appreciate it. I'm sure Sign's got some more for you. All right, well, thank you. Uh, having a good time so far. Thank you, Coach. Well, Shorty P, I will let you know, Mickey Knuckles hit me the second hardest I've ever been hit by a human being in my entire life, and I've been hit by a lot of human beings. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I've seen her really lay into some guys. I remember one time, uh, whew, Chet Ripley, or Ripley, he made the mistake of making that woman mad one time, and boy, I had to look away at times. <laughs> I can imagine. Now, besides Miss Knuckles, the person that hit me the hardest in my life, and we'll count the floor at the HPW Arena in this, too, Cameron Starr, like I never thought that seeing stars was an actual phenomenon that really did happen until she formed me once, and all I saw Mm. were a bunch of little tiny twinkling stars that slowly merged into one twinkling star, which slowly faded into Cameron Starr throwing a second forearm at me. Oh, I know that pain. (laughs) Now, have you in your uh, own career had many intergender matches? Uh, I've had a few, not not very many. Um, I've actually uh, been in a ring with Cameron Star before, and so yeah, I, I completely understand how that forearm feels. Oh yeah. I hit that mat like a bag of sand. Oof. L- luckily, uh, she got distracted with the battle royal, so. <laughs> oh. Now, Cameron Starr, of course, uh, Turnbuckle Turmoil Hall of Fame member, as is her husband, no class Brian Class, before he had to retire. Did you get a chance to work much with Brian Class? Uh, yes, actually. Uh, he and I have uh, teamed together on a few occasions, and I believe we've even faced off against each other a few times. That was uh, that was earlier in my career. That was, I don't know, probably within the first five years or so. Al, you mentioned teaming with Brian Class. You have been part of many different tag teams over the course of your career. Tag team wrestling, a bit of a different art form than singles wrestling. 
Do you have a personal preference when it comes to tag teams versus singles? Uh, for the most part, over recent years, I've been trying to get a little more into the singles. Um, I, I'll do either one. But, I mean, they both have their benefits. Now, you also have worked with a variety of managers, and managing is a part of the business you don't see at the national level as much in the last couple of decades. Independently, there are still quite a few more managers plying their trade and trying to keep that aspect of the business going. Who do you think are some of the better managers out there that promoters should bring in and try to keep the art of managing alive in wrestling? Oh, man. Uh, let me see. Um, oh, what is it? Uh, Barnabas Spector. I've, actually, I've never actually had him managing me before. Uh, but I have I have shared locker rooms. I've seen him. I've seen the man, and he he does a tremendous job. Uh, of course, I you know I gotta give a shout out to my current manager, Professor T. S. Wiley. You know he's he's been he's been definitely helpful. The man does make life a, little, a, wee, a bit easier. <laughs> um, let's see here, who else we got? I think. Who else do we got? Um, I know. I was, <clears throat> hmm. Dang it. Oh, I know there's more I'm forgetting, but uh, right now that those are the two I can really think of offhand. Uh, you have been on shows. I'm positive with guys that have been the authority figures for whatever promotion, whether they're called commissioner or president or general manager, what have you. That aspect of the business is something that you didn't see much of until roughly around 25 years ago when the national company started utilizing it, then independence followed suit and it sort of maintained a place in wrestling. What do you think of the role, just in general, of the authority figure? Uh, in general, I would say it's not one that I would really want to have myself. It just, there's a lot of responsibilities with that, that honestly I don't think I'd have the patience to deal with. <laughs> To those that do it, my hat is off to you. Uh, it's definitely an important role. Definitely it is, for sure. One of the other things that has become, I guess, trendy, if that's the right word in wrestling in the last five years or so, is the Japanese style of pro wrestling We've seen New Japan return to the airwaves in America on Access TV just this last week. New Japan is able to do 
or the United States on its own now without promoting with another American company alongside of it. You see a lot of people in America getting the New Japan world and watching streams of Japanese companies. It was always sort of a niche audience before, but it seems like Japanese wrestling has exploded onto the mainstream in recent times. What do you think is the cause of the rush of popularity of Japanese wrestling lately? Uh, I think a big part of it is just that a lot of the, the younger guys are, they're so used to seeing this older style that like guys like myself use that they, they, they're just, they're happy. They find something different and it works really well for them. Uh, they're, they're able to get out there and do such crazy things that I would never even think of trying. Um, and honestly, I just think that it's it's like they've really found something they can make theirs that works for them. Now, sort of in a similar vein, Lucha Libre is a style of wrestling that has gained popularity in the last 25 years or so. We see all over the United States Lucha-only groups popping up. You see a lot of American-style promotions booking Lucha Libre matches for their shows. What do you think of the style of Lucha Libre? Uh, I mean, I, I myself, I enjoy watching it some. Um, I don't know how well that would work out for me trying to do that style, as there's a lot of... There's a lot of running and jumping and flipping and, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's something I would have to work on. But, I mean, overall, I think it's pretty good. It's it's a nice change of pace, kind of like with the Japanese style. Have you personally ever wrestled in a traditional Lucha Libre Styles match? Mm, no, I can't say that I have. Well, I guess fans will still look forward to today when they see a somewhat familiar masked figure coming out as El Shorty Pay. Yeah. Well, one of these days, I'm going to have to do that. <laughs> Just cut me in for part of the proceeds since it was my idea. All right, there we go. It'll be my new manager for that. There we go. <laughs> I've got experience managing, so I know there's that. Hey. Yeah, I may have to uh, start working on my lucha style a little bit to try to get a little fancy. Yeah. Now, if you want to go full-born into it, right side. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be the thing that's going to catch me up. <laughs> Yeah, you don't have people yelling left makes the L during a Lucha Libre match as much. <laughs> yeah. Now it's a lot more right, dummy. <laughs> exactly. Now, uh, you, I'm sure, have followed wrestling in general over the last few years, so you've kind of got a finger on the pulse of things. 
in your opinion, what would you say is the hottest geographical region for professional wrestling right now in the United States? Uh, honestly, uh, I've seen a lot of good wrestling coming out of uh, down around Texas lately. But, you know, that, that I would say is probably an area that we should definitely keep an eye on. Uh, obviously, you know, Indiana is still turning out some really great talent as well. Uh, yeah, I would have to say those are probably the two main places I would be looking at right now. Now, is there an area of the country that is of particular interest to you in order to go to to wrestle that you've not been to as of yet? Uh, well, honestly, I hope to get to as, as many of the different states as possible before uh, <laughs> before I have to, you know, get too old to do it anymore. Um, right now, I'm really wanting to try to get out west, out around uh, Colorado, uh, Washington, Las Vegas, around those areas. Very interesting. Coach Mike Dones, do you know anyone in Washington that can book Shorty P? Uh, maybe JB Ma- J.D. Mason. There we go. Oh, uh, to Washington. Or Yvonne. There we go. Maybe uh-huh. even a coach. Yeah, exactly. Well, I Who wouldn't want to book Shorty P sign guy rematch? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, maybe maybe I can get Darth Carter to be the special referee. If you do, I'm sticking my thumb right in that idiot's eye. I hate that idiot, Darth Carter. So it has to be a no DQ. <laughs> that is, you don't want the shortest match in recorded history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, speaking of fun. guys with masks Shorty <laughs> P have you faced off With a lot of masked wrestlers In your day Um I know there's been a few Um I know I've faced off against a masked Russian A time or two Uh let me see, I'm trying to think Uh The Amazing Pookie I've actually wrestled him. Uh, Zodiac, one of my favorites. I, I would love to have another go at that man anytime. Uh, let's see. I think uh, Willie lose again. I've had I've had encounters with him. That was early in the career. Uh, let's see. I think that that's the main ones I could think of offhand. Uh, I'm sure there's been plenty of other masked wrestlers I've been in with. Speaking of Zodiac, besides wrestling, he is also a noted maker of wrestling gear. He's great with the needle and thread and the sewing machine. There are a lot of great gear makers out there. Who is your go-to for when you need new wrestling gear made? 
Oh, man. Uh, as you mentioned, there, there's a few really good ones out around this way. Uh, I typically try to stay with one of three. Uh, Hillbilly Jed, uh, Zodiac, and uh, Kong. Uh, Congo Kong also makes some really good gear. He really does. He's my go-to. Mr. Billy Jed makes repairs for me from time to time. So, fantastic choices right there. Now, we all know that wrestling is a bit of a dangerous sport. The nature of it means there's going to be injuries from time to time. The bumps and bruises, broken bones, concussions all part of professional wrestling, and we know that when we get into it. What's been some of the injuries that you've had that you've had to overcome for your career so far? Uh, well, I know I've had at least one concussion. Um, I've definitely had my head busted open a few times, a uh, busted nose, uh, some eyes swollen shut a time or two. Uh, let's see. Can't really think of any broken bones that I'm aware of. I'm horrible about not going to a doctor. Uh, let me see. Um, I've been partially scalped with a cheese grater. That one was rough. A <laughs> uh, few busted lips. Uh, Let me see. That's about the worst. Most of it I could think of, uh, other than, you know, a few bruises, a few lumps. <laughs> we all have been on shows where we saw someone else get an injury mm. that scared us. Uh, sometimes it ends up not being anything serious at all. It just looks scary. Sometimes it actually really is a very serious injury. What's been the scariest injury moment that you've witnessed? Oh, uh, that I've witnessed? Mm, I have to say probably the time that a judo master was actually dropped on his head and, uh, if I remember correctly, he fractured a couple of vertebrae on that. I saw the video. That was scary. Yeah. Thankfully, you know, he's he's up. He's, you know, walking, he, you know, healing up. So it could, definitely could have been a lot worse. Yes. What's been the scariest wrestling injury that you've heard of? in a locker room that people were talking about that you didn't necessarily see, but a lot of the other wrestlers were freaked out by it. Um, hmm. let's see. Um, hmm. The time, uh, I remember hearing when, uh, Mike King, Actually, uh, his leg was broken during a match. I've actually heard about that. That was, oh, that made my leg ache a bit when I heard. <laughs> broken legs are not a fun way to spend 
a mm. night at the office? No, sir. Now, if you've not, ask people at your local outlaw arena the time that Sinai broke his leg in a match. Oh, Lord. That mm. was a fun one right there. <laughs> Oof, I can imagine. Mm. Now, I was all right, but it terrified some other people. Uh, yeah, that, that tend to do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I still finished a match and won and everything. I was all right. Some people, they just, your foot's <laughs> pointed in the wrong direction. Oh, no, what are we going to do? I'm like, go, go on to the next <laughs> match, I guess. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I got this. I can finish. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I offered to do like a run-in later. Oh, he got next though. Kid was like, "No, you're done." Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that sounds like kid. <laughs> I tell uh, you what, you break a leg in that building, they have your bag packed quick. Yes, they do. They got it packed and ready to get you in the car. Yeah, I was very impressed at the speed that they had my bag to me, all packed and ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, WCWO is definitely a great locker room to be a part of. 100%. That's why I always try to go back when I'm in the area. Now, the man that helped break you in, Don Basher, was very famous for saddle matches. That was his go-to stipulation match when he had a big feud going on. The loser of the fall would have to put on a saddle and let the winner ride him around like a pony. Asher was famous for that. I know you've been in your fair share of stipulation matches. I know because we were in one together. What's yeah. been your favorite stipulation match? My favorite? Oh, man. That's a tough one. I've, I've had a lot of fun. Uh... Let's see. I've always been a big fan of fans bring the weapons matches. Really get creative. <laughs> That's the only match after I had my first one, I said never ever again in my lifetime will I be in another one and I've held firm to that. Ah <laughs> uh, Pain is just weakness leaving the body. <laughs> it, it is, but I said, if I survive this thing, and I did, not doing that again. That's the one match you can have me in like a loser has to be dropped from a crane 18 stories in the air into a cement pond, whatever you want. But fans bring the weapons is my line I won't cross. Yeah. Yeah. I may have to add a no cheese grater clause in my contract at some point. That. <laughs> No cheese grater to the face claws would be a great gimmick for you. Yeah, that that would uh, that'd be helpful, man. I'm I still got scabs and skin off. So. <laughs> well, we're down to the last few minutes of the show today. I want to make sure you have plenty of time to plug and promote anything and everything you want. Social medias, merchandise, upcoming shows, your favorite 
donut shop, anything you would like, floor is all yours. Uh, well, uh, I am actually in the process of working on getting some uh, merch made. Think, you know, looking at making some T-shirts to start selling. Um, I know there, there's going to be a lot of good shows going in Indiana this month, uh, such as I, I mentioned earlier, uh, WCWO. Uh, end of the month, I will be doing a Tai Pai and Thumbtack death match. Uh, apparently, Pogo, Johnny Wade, and myself didn't, you know, beat and name each other enough yet. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'll be a Warrior Pro in Danville. That's coming the uh, 27th of this month. Um I know uh, IPW and Muncie, I'll be there on the 19th. Um, I want to say DCCW is also going to be running up there. Um, I don't remember the exact date, but I'm sure you can find it on their uh, Facebook, Delaware County Wrestling, or Delaware County Championship Wrestling, my bad. Um... Outside of that, not a whole lot much uh, going on. Uh, there will be a benefit show in Martinsville, Indiana, for Suicide Clyde. Uh, that'll be done by uh, JICW. That should be a good one. Definitely want to check them out. Um. Uh, yeah, at, at the moment, I think that's about all the announcements I really got. All right, Coach, did you have something else? Yeah, I wanted to play a little game of uh, bring on the funk, bring on the choice. So when I when I mention two different things, you tell us what you prefer. So, okay. what do you prefer, co- coffee or tea? Coffee. School or new school? Mm, I like a mixture of the two. Hardcore or traditional wrestling? Oh, both. WCW or WWF? Ooh. Mm. WCW, I really like them. TNA or ECW? Ooh. Uh, honestly, I like those both a lot. Wrestling boots or wrestling shoes? Boots. Rock music or rap music? Uh, like a combination of different styles. Country or pop? Mm, country. Netflix or Amazon Prime? Ooh. Right now I'd have to say Netflix. Sign Guy or Darth Carta? Ooh. I think I'm going to have to go with Sign Guy on that one. And the last one, Drew Skills or Congo Kong? Congo Kong. All right. We want to thank you once again for being part of our episode 1691. You guys can also also check us out on uh, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcast, Podcast Addict, Google, and many other platforms. Thanks again, brother. Ah, thank you.
All right. Well, Shorty P, I hope you don't get a call from Drew Skill saying you'd be sucking when you chose Congo Kong over him. Oh, he'll probably show up at the Outlaw Arena and tell me himself in person. <laughs> he probably will. Yeah, you'll probably catch a receipt for that mm-hmm. one. Yeah, you never know. That Heck, that might be my opponent next week. You never know over there. <laughs> That's very accurate, yeah. Well, it has been a absolute pleasure having you on here. We'll have to do this again. Hopefully we'll get that rematch, perhaps at a promotion near one of us, and give all the boys my best on Friday when you see them, and later this month give my best to Cousin Cooter at the Benefit Show. I will do. All right, fans, definitely get out there. Buy a ticket of Shorty P's on a card near you. You can catch them every week at the Outlaw Arena at the only address I remember when I have multiple brain injuries, 1151 South Kentucky Avenue in Indianapolis, Indiana. Also, all the other promotions you mentioned. So get out there, support, and we will talk to you next week. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.